Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Coast to Coast podcast. I am your host, Kyle, and we had a little bit of a hiatus going on with so much going on in the world. Again, we've talked about this before. Um, with all the protests going on, with COVID happening, we just kind of stepped away a little bit. Misha is still um, stepping away for a bit, taking some time away from the podcast. So for the foreseeable future, um, I will just be releasing some solo episodes that I've come up with uh, on my own. Um, and of course, whenever Misha is ready to return, then we will go back to our regular tag teaming uh, banter. So for this episode, I wanted to bring in something that I have kind of been thinking about for a while. And this is the best Will Ferrell movies of all time ranked. So there was a time when a new Will Ferrell comedy was in this ginormous event, but beginning in the mid uh, 2010s, the quality of his films began to slip. You know, I'm kind of reaching, kind of reaching its uh, nadir, if you would, in 2018 with Holmes and Watson. That's why we're so pleased about the generally positive reviews from Eurovision Song Contest, um, which is his new Netflix movie with Rachel McAdams about two Icelandic singers who represent their country at the international song competition. Um, is this the beginning of the feral Um, Here's hoping so, um, because from the late 1990s to the late 2000s, again, he was arguably the funniest comedy actor around. Uh, that made, you know, a best of list pretty difficult. But after many like heated arguments about what should it and what should be with myself, um, I decided and I identified of course, this is my opinion, the 10 greatest Will Ferrell movies ever. And and I did disqualify glorified cameos. So there's no Austin Powers, Dick, or Wedding Crashers. And of course, feel free to yell at me for leaving off like Melinda and Melinda uh, in the comments or um, on our social media. So let's get this thing started. So number 10, I have Stranger Than Fiction. <clears throat> the idea that people contain multitudes is still somewhat novel to some when it comes to performers breaking type, such as it was in 2006 when Will Ferrell took a semi-serious detour from the comedies that dominate this list. But while initial interest may have come from the surprise of seeing Ferrell straight-faced and kind of unsilly, he pays off people's curiosity with one of his best performances playing an everyman trying to navigate the tragedy and comedy of life while plagued by a voice in his head that is narrating said life, you know, possibly to death. And if all that isn't enough to inspire a rewatch or a first viewing, um, <laughs> allow me to heap praise on the clever script, the spoon fronted soundtrack and tremendous performances by supporting cast anchored by Emma Thompson. Number nine, we have Zoolander. Most Will Ferrell movies are exactly that, Will Ferrell movies. He's the lead, the reason you remember the movie at all. Like, can you name any character in old school other than Frank the Tank? You know, I sure can't. That makes Zoolander an interesting exception. Ferrell is a fourth build behind Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson, and Christine Taylor. And even though his name doesn't appear above the title on the poster, You'd have to be taking crazy pills to not recognize 
um, Will Ferrell in this movie as one of his funniest characters that he's ever played. <clears throat> Number eight, I have the Lego movie. Future generations will sit and marvel at this crown jewel in Will Ferrell's cap. That's because after years of perfecting impersonations on sketch comedy series like SNL, Ferrell has become a master voice actor. Nowhere is that more apparent than in Phil Lord and Chris Miller's animated comedy about a Lego hero launching a rebellion against a tyrannical corporate overlord. Of course, Ferrell doesn't play the miniature bricked savior. No, he's... Lord Business, a.k.a. President Business, a deliciously evil, kind of incompetent villain with plans to glue everything in the Lego world into his vision of perfection. Uh, Farrell's got the kind of range that leaves other comedy actors, quote-unquote, shook, and it definitely shows here. Moving on to number seven, I have Blades of Glory. Quite frankly, this comedy is better than anyone ever expected it to be or that it needed to be as a spoof on ice skating that largely adheres to the will ferrell recipe for laughs quite literally the action and the script coast along the ice on their journey through the you know pretty thin narrative but my goodness ferrell and john header still throw in all possible effort to win over the judges in this silly spectacle Farrell is at the top of his gleefully clueless game here, and Header's holding his own next to a great. You know, come for the Iron Lotus, stay despite a frozen sea of crotch and decapitation jokes. Number six, I have Old School. It, it's dumb, it's inconsequential, and it's a movie that could argue that one could argue that you've seen many many times before with what animal house and caddyshack and even revenge of the nerds looming large in the rearview mirror still this is one hell of a party with feral managing to somehow be the life of the party that's saying something considering that he's teamed up with vince vaughn and luke wilson and they're all managing to one-up each other at various like broadly comic points but no one takes a tranquilizer to the jugular like feral this movie is for anyone who wants to try and to be young again while gloriously and vicariously failing hard at number five halfway through i have the other guys the thing we must mention when we discuss the other guys is that the funniest scene in the entire movie does not feature will ferrell at all that's not his fault he's very funny in the other guys as the dorky accountant cop who pairs with Mark Wahlberg's ultra alpha loose cannon cop and the movie weaves a message in there too about our financial system and the corporate greed and how justice might you know better be served using spreadsheets and calculators instead of guns it's a fun and funny movie that makes a point and features Michael Keaton um who moonlights as an employee of a hardware store which is, is pretty neat Farrell gets a lot of credit for just making that happen along with writer-director Adam McKay, so good for them. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Number four, I have as Elf. So it's, it's hard to crack the Christmas pop culture rotation. Think about the songs. What's the most recent classic Christmas song? Is it, uh, is it Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You? I think it is, and that song came out in 1994 over 25 years ago it's not quite as bad with movies but it's still an exclusive club home alone is 30 years ago 
The original Grinch cartoonist from the 1960s, Die Hard and Lethal Weapon, Christmas movies, quote unquote, are from the 1980s. It's the same deal, basically. Bustling through to achieve classic status at this point requires something special. That might be the best endorsement for Elf <laughs> you can give. The movie starring Will Ferrell as an overgrown elf whose real father is played by James Can is a holiday staple now running about three dozen times every December on basic cable. As it should, of course. It's more kid-friendly than most of Farrell's movies, but still has the same energy. He gets to go up to the line and, and, and across it with goofball antics. He gets to sing terribly with uh, Zoe Deschanel. He gets to do it all, every year, all over again, quite possibly for eternity. Just based on lasting power alone, Elf is a triumph. The only people who have a legitimate gripe about Elf's placements on this list are the real-life mall Santas who have been dealing with insufferable grown men shouting, you sit on a throne of lies <laughs> at the Santa's village set up near the fountain. I'm sorry, guys. I won't do it this year, probably. At number three, I have Talladega Nights, of course, the ballad of Ricky Bobby. Ron Burgundy is Will Ferrell's most enduring character, but Ricky Bobby may be his best. Set up as a send-up of hollow machoism, Farrell's dim but ultra-quotable race car driver goes on a transformative odyssey, losing both his hold of and belief in his surface treasures after being bested by a seemingly unbeatable rival. The journey matters more than the destination here as Bobby learns to slow down and see the true value of friendship, family, and love. He's still a prideful, straight-up moron at the end, but he's a moron with a little more perspective. At number two, I have Step Brothers. If you can make it past Comedy Central when Step Brothers is airing at 3 p.m. on a lazy Sunday without stopping to watch the sleepwalking scene or the car singing scene or the job interview scene or any scene with Richard Jenkins, you have a stronger will than I. Or you have terrible taste. One of the two. Step, Brother, Step Brothers is an endlessly quotable comedy masterpiece with masterful chemistry between step-siblings Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, and married couple Mary Steenburgen and Richard Jenkins and an all-time smarmy performance from Adam Scott. But you know who wasn't laughing with this show, with this movie? Critic Roger Ebert, who wrote that Step Brothers, quote, lowers the civility of our civilization, end quote. And that after seeing the comedy, he questioned whether he was, quote, living in a nightmare. He gave the existential breakdown 1.5 stars. But if Ebert was still with us, he and everyone else who didn't get Step Brothers the first time they saw it might rewatch it and think, when I look at you now, I don't want to kick you in the head quite as much. And as for number one, I hinted at it earlier, the best Will Ferrell movie of all time, yes, is Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. Listen, Will Ferrell wears many different hats. Just on this list alone, he's excelled at voice acting, dramatic character work, and perhaps the most difficult of all, best be in pursuits, elf impersonations. But he's undoubtedly at his best when he commits to fully when he commits fully to selling eccentric, over-the-top caricatures of overconfident ass faces who eventually undergo moving character transformations. 
That's what happens in this tongue-in-cheek comedy about a 70s-era news reporter named Ron Burgundy, whose carefully crafted world of dick jokes being acceptable in the workplace comes tumbling down when he's forced to work with a female co-anchor. Played, of course, by the exceptional Christina Applegate. The whole cast, which includes Steve Carell and Paul Rudd, is fantastic, but with his perfectly coiffed mustache, his classy signature spinoff, and his fragile ego, Farrell makes even the most ridiculous of gags. Think Kodiak Bear, Enclosure, Rescues, and Dog Puntings. Seems believable, and therefore the funniest damn thing we've ever seen on screen. So again, guys, thanks for hanging out with me for this quick little Will Ferrell time. Um, if you liked it, of course, leave five stars, subscribe, share this. That's the best way that we can get noticed out there. Um, if you have any comments about my list, of course, let me know. If you want me to rank different lists, different movies, different uh, shows, of course, let me know as well. And again, we'll talk at you next time. Bye.